Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Movie Money Refinanced. Third time it took to, to start the show. Yeah. You you all didn't hear it, but that, that was, this is the third time I'm trying to start the show. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always. Broke film critic. Broke film critic herself, who is very, very late, I must say. Miss Shauna Green, you have kept me waiting here for an hour and a half. What do you have to say for yourself? You took a while to come get me. I, so what? You were just sitting at Sovereign for an hour and a yeah. half, waiting for some, waiting for <laughs> you your don't night have any, in China. You don't have any proof that I was not there from five o'clock. You know what? I don't. I don't have access to the Sovereign cameras. So I can't <laughs> really say otherwise. Uh, we have a good show for you today. We are gonna be. This is the very first episode of Moving Money that we are gonna recording some of it on our beautiful new cameras. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see us on YouTube this episode for a little bit of the show. Um, we're also gonna be talking about the top five box office as always, and we have some great movie news this week and we are going to be talking about you know how it's halloween time shauna mm-hmm. sometimes people want to get into the halloween season but they're kind of afraid they're afraid of watching certain movies because most people at least most people i know are afraid of horror movies mm-hmm. so here are some entry-level horror movies that they can just get started with that mm-hmm. they don't have to be too afraid of so we're going to talk about those um, near the end of the show and uh yeah hope you enjoy the show and with that let's tune out that sweet jazz music but don't worry It'll be back before the end of the show. It will be back. It will be back. <laughs> um, I am hearing a noise there. Yep, I knew it was that. It was a sp- the speaker behind me was giving me this awful buzzing noise. Mm-hmm. All right, Shauna, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. You doing good? Yes. You, are you excited for today? This yes. is a bold new step for us. There's no turning yeah, back now. I mean, baby steps, but we have... Baby steps. We have finally... Yeah. You know, um, thanks to Damien and his <laughs> fat pocket, you know? It's not a fat pocket. It's It's a pocket that could be fat but because i keep draining it yeah it just keeps on getting lighter <laughs> light it's like every month you have a good amount in your pocket and mm-hmm. then by the end of the month it's just gone because when you have a passion project you just you tend to just spend and spend and spend so yeah, you know in terms true. of in terms of savings left it's like mm-hmm. it's nothing well nothing. i mean so y'all better pay for this <laughs> <laughs> nah, the I, podcast I, you know, is still very free. You know, there's also another thing. I feel like you wanted to let us go on camera because you're always complaining about me drinking. So you want the whole world <laughs> to see that I am drinking, but I am not, guys. It's orange juice. It's um, orange juice. Look, I poured that drink. It is not just orange juice. <laughs> it's just orange juice. It's, and plus, by the time we turn the cameras on, that drink is going to be done. So there's oh, going to be no evidence. On? No, it's not on right now. No, 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 no. The first, the first segment of the show is just for the podcast. Uh, but oh. later on, when we get into the news and we get into that that entry level horror movie segment, oh. I'm gonna switch the cameras on. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Reason being, right now, uh, the the cameras have a very annoying feature. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll let the the people in on a little trade secret. Uh, if you're gonna be getting DSLR cameras, be aware that they have what is known as a 12 minute limit. Which is, they, they, they tell you in the instruction booklet, it's a very small part of the very, instruction, very, 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 very small, small part. Like, you have to search for it. But the cameras will only record up to 12 minutes at a time. Reason mm-hmm. being, they only record 4 gigabytes worth of video at a time, and 4 gigabytes translates to 12 minutes. So, wow. for some reason, there's that limitation on it. Um, I read somewhere it might be because the cameras might overheat. I read mm-hmm. somewhere it has to do with... British tax law. I don't know which is right. All I know is it's annoying. Yeah. Um, there's a way around it, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to be exploring later on. Uh, we definitely want to get into live streaming, you know, later on in, in the, the lifetime of the show. 
Um, oh, I see you got your skull. Is that is that just a skull ring or is that Jason? That's Jason. That's Jason. Sh- yes. Yeah, you, you have to bling that out for the camera when the camera's turned yeah, on. But Jason, I'm still, I'm still actually sad because this apparently the owner took my mask. Oh yeah. Because I ordered a Jason mask and I haven't gotten it in the mail, but I got the ring though. So. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Jay, that's a that's that's some bling right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Shauna. Well, uh, since we're already running kind of late and uh, I got places to be, I don't know about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get into the top five box office. Have you seen the top five today? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm well, not I gonna... saw the, th- the top three. I didn't see the whole top five. Right, right. All right. Well, uh, at number five in the top five box office, we have Downton Abbey, still holding strong in the top mm-hmm. five. It has made $4.8 million this weekend with a total domestic gross of 82.6. Uh, Downton Abbey, I had it up here, but I seem to have lost the link. Uh, Downton Abbey has a worldwide box office of 152.8 million dollars. Wow. That is off of a budget of around 13 to 20 million. Um, that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, that, that's that's wow. that's big. And uh, as we said in the last few weeks, we we didn't expect it to be this successful. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody did. Um, but to go over 100, I mean, it's it looks like it's on track to go over 100 million dollars domestically. Mm-hmm. And that is like that's. That's the holy grail for the box office. If you can get $100 million domestically, I mean, depending on your budget, of course, mm-hmm. but for a movie of this size to get that much, is it's exciting. Um, I don't know what this holds for the Downton Abbey franchise, but I'm, <laughs> I'm betting there's going to be another series in the works after this movie came out. Who um, knows? Who knows? Uh, number four, we have Abominable, which... Have you seen this movie yet? No, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, it's, um, it's a very... It's a heart. It's a heartwarming movie. That's all I'll say about it. Um, Abominable is at number four this week. It made six million dollars. It has a total domestic gross of forty-seven point eight on a budget of seventy-five million. Uh, Abominable has made, and this is not fair because I had this link up before and now it's reloading. <laughs> uh, One hundred and nine million dollars worldwide. So yeah, it's made over its budget. Um, it's it's made a hundred million dollars worldwide, a hundred and ten million dollars worldwide. Mm-hmm. It's um, but I don't think this is the success that they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not like a Shrek or a How to Train Your Dragon or, um, it's not like one of those runaway um DreamWorks franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I don't know exactly why this didn't do as well as it did. It it kind of had competition because uh it came out against Joker and something else came out the week that it was out. Um, well, it wasn't Judy, but it, it, it did have the, I remember it was number one the first week it came out and then mm-hmm. Joker came in with those huge numbers and kind of knocked out the box office that weekend. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, all the parents were gone to see Joker, so they couldn't take their kids to see Ab- Abominable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's not doing as well as they want, but it's still making a profit. So mm-hmm. it's doing, it's doing pretty well. Uh, number three, we have Gemini Man, a movie that is not getting kind reviews anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is being trashed. Have you been reading reviews for this movie? Or have I, you been seeing a reception for yeah, it? Yeah, on Twitter, when I logged in like yesterday, I was seeing some, some reception for it. And yeah. it's what I thought would would happen. be would be yeah. the response yeah, yeah. um it I, I i saw it i'll get to it in a second but uh, it made 20.5 million dollars in its opening weekend it worldwide grows of 59.5 um that's not a bad opening but it is bad considering it has a budget of 138 million dollars mm-hmm. that's that's more than i expected it to cost um mm-hmm. when i was watching it i thought maybe this is like an 80 million dollar movie mm-hmm. um it doesn't seem like it has that much 
uh, into the the production of it. I mean, I guess the most impressive or the most expensive thing would be that the the younger Will Smith is a complete CGI creation, but he doesn't look like a good one. So I don't know where all the money went. Yeah. <laughs> like, so um, I know our theaters aren't really like the ones overseas, but did yeah. you see evidence of the uh, frame, the higher frame frame rate? You see, I've been saying people, seeing people talk about that, how this was shot in 120 fr- frames per, per second. second yeah. it, it didn't really feel different. Uh, Maybe so it's just our it's, it, it might be our projectors, our theaters. Mm. Like when I was watching it, certain action scenes were cool looking, but mm. it didn't seem more than regular yeah. action. Um, I, I have a feeling maybe people might have gone into it knowing that 120 frames mm-hmm. per second thing and that kind of changed how they perceived it. But um, it, it wasn't, uh, nothing in it made me say, oh, that's an, in, that, that's, I've never seen action move like that before. Um, that's it. There are very interesting action scenes in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, that's what I heard as well. I heard yeah. that, I heard like people commending the action yeah, the, at least there's there's um there's a creativity to it. Like there's a, there's a scene where the young Will Smith uh basically like beats down the other one with a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Like he slaps him across the face with the wheel of a motorcycle while it's still running. Um, I've never seen that before in a movie. So if nothing else, that was you know something original and new. I think the script is just really where this movie falls down. Like the dialogue mm-hmm. is very. It's kind of like fake deep or fake woke. I don't know. I don't really? Know. Like it's, I'm not expecting that from Gemini. <laughs> I mean, no, because it is. Because I mean, it's it's a whole thing of like you don't have to be like this. You you don't have to be like me. You can be your own self, and you can have your own life, and and you don't have to make the mistakes that I made. And oh, and it's kind of like they do that over and over and over. And it's like okay, I get it. I get it. Like get to the end already. Yeah. And after a while, the action just stops being fun. It just it's servitable um and it's not better action than say something in mission impossible like Mm -hmm. mission impossible is still the benchmark for great action scenes Mm -hmm. um so but it doesn't deserve the hate it's getting like it's it's all right i'm it's all right it's not i didn't walk out thinking that i've wasted my money and that i I want angley to give it back like it was fine i yeah i I forgot about it mostly by the next day but um the only thing that's terrible is the effect is very bad like in, in in certain scenes when when um the the young Will Smith when he's doing lots of action and moving up and down he looks like a video game character like mm-hmm. the the motion blur is not good on his CG model so like when he's moving very quickly when he's jumping up and down he seems like way back in the early 2000s like prequel um CG graphics mm-hmm. um and also near the end i guess the budget ran out because Prior to the end, whenever you saw his face, it mm-hmm. was very detailed. I just hit the mic, sorry. It was very detailed and it was very convincing. But as you got to the end of the movie, it's like he started to melt a little bit. Like his face just wasn't working properly. And it was very unnerving. It was very... Imagine all right, Imagine Henry Cavill's, like his lips in Justice League. Yeah. Imagine that for his entire face. Oh, Lord. That's what it was. It was, oh, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um... <laughs> But not as bad as people so, were saying. So you gave it what? Catch it on cable. <sighs> or you gave it off price. Tell the truth. Uh, I'll give it, all right. I would give it a very high catch, catch it, it on, on cable. cable. Right. Because if you saw this on cable, you know, if you saw it in a theater, you could walk out mad. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because I was just like, Are it's... predicting the future? Mm, oh, for if you see it. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like if you, yeah, knowing you, if you go and see this, you'll basically be saying what I'm saying, where it's just like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then you forget about it. So I think you should just wait for it to come out. And it, it feels like a Netflix movie that you only watch because it has Will Smith in it, like, mm-hmm. like Bright. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was Gemini Man. And then number two, we have Adam's Family, which made $30 million in its opening weekend, a total worldwide gross of, oh, it's just $30 million. Okay. Um, and Adam's Family cost $40 million to make. So mm-hmm. it is well on its way to making back its budget. I think $30 million is a respectable mm-hmm. opening for um, the, the 3D animated version of this, this classic family movie. Um, I also saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw your video yesterday. Yes, I was at work and I was like, how come Damien didn't tie me into this? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at work and I, and, and yeah. like saw somebody retweeted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so how come Damien? I mean, I thought we were in this together. No, no, we are. We are. It's just, <laughs> look, I, I, I saw this movie. Yeah. And then I came home, recorded that video and then edited it. And then I don't think I slept. So a few things mm-hmm. slipped through the cracks in the whole promotion yeah, of it because I also had to create the, the well, you made me wait for this episode, right? So <laughs> <laughs> but I also had to, had to create the graphic for the um, yeah. the actual video review, like mm-hmm. the, the opening yeah, card. Yeah, because I saw like parts of Adam's family, even the right. old, old, the first Adam's. Right, that was clipped yeah. into the thing. But I just talking like the thumbnail for the video, I had to create mm-hmm. that and I had to conceptualize oh. that. So I mean, that's that's standard now that I was use that for the other ones going forward. But mm-hmm. for the first one, I was very much chaotic and nervous being like, all right, how make sure everything looks good. You can't look bad on the first one. Uh, but yeah, the video review for Adam's Family is up on a YouTube channel, which is where these videos are going to go. Um, and uh, yeah, I gave it a big screen watch because I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Found out later that day, not everybody else enjoyed it. Yeah. It was getting some yeah. very bad reviews. Yeah, because when I went on Rotten Tomatoes, I realized that Gemini Man and Adam's Family and yeah. the movie were neck and neck for bad reviews. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Apparently, it was a bad um, weekend for the movies if you follow Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> but if you follow me, it was uh, both great and okay, okay. It was weekend. an okay. It was an okay. Overall, it was an okay weekend. Uh, but I really liked the movie because I thought, I mean, I like Adam's Family a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like the original movie. I love it. The both um, of them. Yeah. And um, we, we had an episode... Uh, of late to the party where Brittany mm-hmm. actually watched the first Adam's Family because the mm-hmm. first time she'd ever seen it. First time she'd ever seen anything with Adam's Family. Um, so she didn't know... Has Brittany seen anything? That's why we have a podcast. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as the weeks go by, I just feel like she really did not watch anything. Yeah, yeah. That, wow. That, I mean, she will tell you she watched Hannah Montana and wow. that's it. And maybe Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I, I watch Anna Montana too. Yeah, but you also watched Suspiria. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she, she didn't watch. But the thing is, we will never, ever not have content for that podcast. Mm, there will always be things true. that she... Like, for instance, there's one going out this week. She never watched Zombieland. So we're doing an episode on Zombieland this week. That's so you can out. look out for That's that. That's coming out. That's coming out on Friday. Uh, actually, it's coming out here on Wednesday. So, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but yeah, it's making good money. I, I think um, it's it's one of those things that I don't think word of mouth will hurt it too much because kids want something to go and see. And I think they're done seeing Abominable. Um, mm-hmm. It's also a good, you know, kids Halloween movie. If you're kind of in the Halloween spirit, you, you want to go to that movie that has the, the the lady with the spiders in her dress and the bats flying around. Like it's a, it's a good kids Halloween movie, I think. Um, they don't really push the Halloween angle in the the movie itself, but I think just the release in October is kind of just that's Halloween enough 
And at number one, we have Shauna's favorite movie no, of 2019. No, it's, your, it's <laughs> this, your favorite movie. Come on. Um, it's your favorite movie. It's our collective favorite movie. Yes. Um, Joker at number one, once again, $55 million wow, in its like, second weekend. That's a 42% drop. That I'm is ridiculous. That, yeah, that's, that's impressive. Not even for a superhero movie, for an R-rated superhero movie yes. to drop down by 40% is ridiculous. Mm. And worldwide, it is even worse. This is this this should not be the case. Five hundred and forty-eight million dollars in its mm. second weekend. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's a Joker movie. I honestly, Damien, you probably did not expect it to do as well, but yeah. I did. To, to do this well, Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Joker. Okay. I actually thought it would open up with a hundred plus million. Yeah. Yeah. I you remember you Joker, said that last week. People worship Joker. Yeah. Yeah, people. I mean, he's a, a lot more popular than you think. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, it kind of dawned on me because um, mm-hmm. I was I was thinking about the review for this movie. There's been five Jokers, mm-hmm. including this one. There's been less live action Batman's than there have been Jokers, mm-hmm. and it's. It's just like it's a character that people always want for their own generation, like mm-hmm. beyond any other. Um, like you have people have their different James Bonds and their different Batmans and you know different characters that 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 um, go throughout the test of time, but Joker seems to be the one that people want the most. And mm-hmm. I guess him having his own movie yeah. is why you think Suicide Squad? Yeah, made as much money. Pro- you know what? Persons were actually. I mean, not. not you mean every- it wasn't for Killer Croc? No, <laughs> persons were actually. Yeah. curious about seeing i think that's it i think joker. it's just the curiosity alone sells yeah. the tickets yeah you're right i mean heat ledger he left something he left yeah so when everybody hears about joker they start all right is this new joker going to be better than heat and that's just the discourse yeah going forward. it's always going to be the discourse yeah. until he is topped which i don't know if he ever will be yeah um i feel like he won't be because people will always try to top it yeah. and i don't think they went into the dark knight thinking how do we top Jack Nicholson or Cesar Romero or whoever? They exactly. just said, let's make a joke that works for this universe. Um, but yeah, it's, make, it's making a, a, an amazing amount of money. And this move is going to make a billion dollars. I'm certain of it. Um, and we don't know how the, the Academy is going to respond to this. Um, there was a rumor going around that they are um, kind of shying away from it because of all the controversy, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's... If, if the controversy like exists anymore there was controversy leading up to it about you know all this this fear mongering of what's going to happen at the joker movie screenings and then mm-hmm. nothing really happened but to be honest with you damien um bohemian rhapsody mm-hmm. there was a lot of controversy around that movie that's true that's so, true So you know why yeah. people might be talking right now yeah but you see the oscar voters are what i realized over the years they don't care Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't. They, know they it, only care yeah. as much as it does to draw in audiences, mm-hmm. and nothing's gonna draw in audiences like nominating Joker. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know if it will still get best picture, though, but I know no, for a no. fact that Joaquin Phoenix should be there, though. I would say Joaquin Phoenix will be there. Um, I think they would probably nominate Todd Phillips, even though I don't agree with his nomination. What? 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 For what? <laughs> no, I. <laughs> You're telling me the Academy will not nominate the guy who basically made a love letter to Scorsese, Taxi Driver, King well. of Comedy, like 1970s cinema. They are definitely going to think about nominating him just oh, for well, that alone. Let, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win. 
um granted the year isn't over yet maybe like there's nothing that has been made by a good director for the whole year but by the way i um, have some sad news you have but some we'll, sad we'll, news we'll wait until after the podcast does this have to do with you no longer being in the country maybe no 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 i the podcast will never end i'll just keep recording so you don't have to break that news to me we're just gonna be here forever all right uh because it's not that bad all right all right all right all right um well that's that is the top five this week let me just go over that and um let me just there's something that is uh, missing over here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, where is it? Oh, there it is. Look at that. Do you see that? What? I'm, I'm not just, seeing I'm anything. Just, I'm just looking at the, the choices we made last week for the top five. And uh, it looks as though you had Joker at number one, Gemini Man at number two, Adam's Family at number three, Abominable at number four, and some movie named Jexy, which is all okay. the way down at number nine. Wow, Jexy, damn you. Damn you, Jexy. But look at mine. I have Joker, which is at number one, Adam's no, Family at number that's two. No, that's Jexy I have at number one. I'd, no, because I wrote Jexy for Jexy and J no, for Joker. No, that's Jexy at number one. I me. have Gemini Man at number three, <laughs> which is absolutely right. And I have Downton Abbey at number four and Abominable at number five. And I switch those around and I have a near perfect top five. It's not perfect. So though. I think that calls for celebration. Let me see if I can get it in time. For no. you. There we go. How did Jexy? I don't remember even picking <laughs> Jexy. I, you know, honestly, I don't either. But when I saw yeah, it, I, I died like, laughing yeah, because like, no, like seriously, it came all the way down to number nine. Wow! And you had it at number five. Like it was one of those Nobody things where to see this. yeah, and it had so many theaters. It it did it did. Um, I don't even know what it is. Um, right. This is. I remember. Yes, I remember. We looked at this, and you thought about it, and you were like. He's one of those those indie comedies, and and Adam Devine is kind of popular, and he said all these things, and 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 now it's at number nine in the top five. So I bet you feel real special. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So since I won, I'm gonna choose who goes first, and I'm gonna go first this week. Wait, Maleficent is coming out. Maleficent is coming out this weekend. Wait, it's an eventful weekend. It it really is, and I think one is gonna suffer way more than the other. Mm-hmm. Um. Because one is a sequel people have been asking for, and the other one people have not been. Wait, um, persons have been asking for any of these? Zombieland? People really? have been wanting Zombieland for years. Really? Yeah. That passed me. <laughs> All right, so we have coming up next week, we have Zombieland 2 Double Tap with 3,400 theaters and Maleficent Mistress of Evil with 3,700 theaters. Now, here's the thing my brother pointed this out to me. I've been saying nobody wants the Maleficent sequel. But I am also the person who said nobody wants the original Maleficent. And that movie made money. A so, lot of money. So clearly, I do not have my, my finger on the pulse of the movie-going culture as much as I thought. But then again, mm-hmm. you have to think about Alice in Wonderland. Because that movie, the original made a lot of money. But yeah, then the sequel made, made a billion. And, and then the, the sequel, sequel made, made like nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Wow. So could we have an Alice in Wonderland situation on our hands again? Who is to say? It's possible. It is possible. Mm-hmm. Um... But I am going to make my little notes here. I'm going to say... Who told you you could go first? I did, because I won. Go okay, away. Okay, sorry. In fact, let me just put this here. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so do, 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 do. Joker will not be at number one again, hopefully. I mean, if it, did, if it does, then I quit. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't do this podcast anymore because I don't know what to say about anybody's um, choices. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say Zombieland is at number one. Zombieland 2. Uh, I'll say Maleficent at number two. And then... Hmm, I'll say Joker at number three. Um, I don't know if... if, if uh, I don't know if Gemini Man... Well, it, it probably will be because that's a big gap between three and four. Because Gemini Man made 20 million, Abominable made six. So I don't see Abominable mm-hmm. or Downton Abbey staying next week. Uh, so I'll say... I'll say Adam's Family at number four. And then Gemini Man at number five. I have the same top five. I had a feeling you would. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I had in my head. Then you stole it. Why are you doing it in my head? Um, you know what? I you know what's gonna happen is Maleficent is gonna be number one next week, yeah, and we're just gonna, we're gonna look, look like stupid. we're gonna look like fools. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so as people may or may not know, if we both have the number one choice for the top five, we have to go and make our choices on what the box office will be for that opening movie at mm-hmm. number one. Uh, I don't know. I honestly, I honestly don't know. I honestly Let, let's don't see know. the first movie. How much it opened with? Ten years ago. Yeah, I mean it. it, it will provide yeah. something. It, more context than nothing. Um, let me see. Weekend, weekend, weekend. So it only made one hundred and two million dollars worldwide. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, so weekend gross was twenty four million. I mean, it's it's a long-awaited sequel. The promotion's been pretty heavy. You know, the funny thing about this is that we don't even know if it's going to be at number one. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. We don't. It could, it could be at number six. I don't know. Um, really? It won't be number six, but... Um, I don't know. I just know people who have been wanting this one, so I think people are going to go out for it. It's kind of a cult classic, but cult classics mean nobody really saw it. Yeah. Um, I'll say... 37 million. That's how much I'm going to put it at. 37 million, that's how I'm going to say Zombieland 2 will open. And, yeah, that's my choice. Shauna, what say you? Wow, I have no idea. Zombieland 2. It's a tough one. one. It really is. First one didn't make much money. And the second one, all you have to do is bank on whether or not. Because, I mean, it will be opening to how many theaters? 3,400 theaters. Mm -hmm. So... That's something. Hmm. And then you have, uh, what is it? Adam's Family opened. So, uh, Gemini Man opened to 3,600 theaters and made 20.5 million. So, I'm just going to put it at, I'm going to put it like 27 million. 27? Okay. All right. I mean, that's a fair, that's a fair choice, I would say. Um, because there's competition, like so even Joker, Joker, Adam's family. Yeah, Joker will take away from it, and Adam's 25, family. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. All right. No, leave it at twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Leaving it, <laughs> locking in twenty-seven. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fine so out. twenty-seven million for Shauna, thirty-seven million for Damon. That's how that's gonna go. We are both going to be so wrong. We are. Yeah. I'm gonna put faith in the universe that it'll guide me to the right choice. Because I just have a feeling that Maleficent. Yeah, I have a feeling it's gonna make a sweep. I don't know why. I just feel like it's gonna take away from it. And then you don't know because when you remember Alice and the Looking Glass. Yeah. How, how much of a disaster that was. So, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's yeah. see indeed. Um, all right. So now that we're done with the top five, we're going to get into some news of this week. Uh, have you been paying attention to the news this week, Shauna? I remember seeing like something, but I 
Honestly, Damien, you know the situation with me. <laughs> Old age. The, the situation of you have the yes, mind of a 90-year-old so, woman? <laughs> yeah, so like I'll see every news during the week. Yeah. And then, I mean, one and two will pass me, but I'll see it. And then I say, oh, and I'll comment, comment, comment. And then like yeah. by the time it gets to Saturday, Sunday, it's gone. So, all right. So one of the biggest things, there's something really big happened today. I think we should start with that one. Um, what happened today? Something something big happened today, and so we were just talking about the Joker, and Joker, as we said, has you know he's this is the fifth time he's being played in the movies, mm-hmm. and one of the most iconic, not just comic book villains, but iconic Batman villains, and there's been several other Batman villains that have been brought to the big screen multiple times, and one of them is Catwoman, mm-hmm. and uh, did you hear about his news today? Mm-mm. Okay, this is good. Uh, so we've had Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. We've mm. had Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. We have had, what's her ha- name? Halle Berry. No, we don't talk about Halle no, Berry. No, yeah, yeah. We don't talk about no, Halle Berry. that's just racism. Uh, <laughs> wait, racism. wait, what's, what's the racism? I, I don't care. Eartha Kitt was black, so that's that covers Yeah, the, but you're not going to pretend like Ali didn't exist. No, I'm not going to. Academy oh. Award winning <laughs> Ali Berry. In a terrible movie. Um, and we've also had, what's her name? Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. We have a brand new Catwoman cast in the uh, Matt Reeves, Robert Down, not Robert Pattinson Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. imagine Robert Downey Jr. as Batman and Iron Man. People lose their minds. Mm-hmm. But the brand new Catwoman for a new generation is the one and only Zoe Kravitz. Um, that's a choice, right? Yeah, that is a good choice. Um, Zoe Kravitz is going to be playing Catwoman opposite Robert Pattinson's Batman, and uh, she. If people don't really know who Zoe Kravitz is, you haven't been going to the movies in the last no. five years. But you know the funny thing is, I saw people talking about her, but I didn't know it was. You didn't really, know it was related yeah, to that like, because she's always talked about it yeah. somewhat these days. Um, all right, so you tell me, what do you think of that choice? Um, it's it's fine. It's it's just fine. Yeah, I mean, she has a look. She she does have a look. She, she has a look. Yeah, but she seems like that kind of acrobatic, you know, mm. bit of a dark side look to her. Um, she, but I mean, I'm just going to go through her, her, uh, filmography right now. She has been in Big Little Lies for the last two years. She's great on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in, uh, Mad Max. she was in Lego Batman. Mo- I didn't know this, but she was in yeah. Lego Batman movie and she played Catwoman. I didn't know that. Ooh. So that's, I mean, I guess it was always yeah. just in, in the works. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that is really strange to me. I don't know if she will, um, like kill it, but she has the look. That's she, all I have to say. She right does now. have the look. I she's mean, a, she's a, she's an okay actress as well. Mm, I, yeah, I would say I would say she can be okay to great. Uh, there's been, but I've never seen her give a bad performance. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Mad Max. Uh, I remember her very well from that movie. Uh, she was one of the most the 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 most outspoken of the the brides mm-hmm. in that film. Uh, she was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, where mm-hmm. the only thing bad about that was the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, that movie was not bad. It, you you liked um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? This, yeah, the, the second, second one, you know. No, not, not the no, first one. No, no. I thought you were talking about no, no, the no. first I like, one. I like I like the first one. I don't like the second one. No, the second um, one is terrible. Yeah, Crimes of Grindelwald. She was in that one. She was also in the first one, apparently. Yes, yeah. yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Was she in it a lot? I feel like she was only in it for mm-hmm. a little bit. It, she was yeah, not. yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah, and she was in the Divergent series. Uh, she was in X Men First Class as Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she she could definitely she's fine. She's, she's fine for it. I mean, she's done big franchise stuff before. She knows how to play to whatever she needs to be in that mm-hmm. role. Um, no one knows what the the extent of their relationship would be in the movie. Um, because this movie, like, we haven't even seen. We don't know who the. I don't know if she's the main villain. Probably mm-hmm. not. Because typically what they like to do with Batman and Catwoman is they like to have them, you know, work side by side. And Batman mm-hmm. has this attraction to this person who is operating outside the law and he can't help himself. Um, but, you know, it's good to, to see Catwoman, as you were saying with Halle Berry, you know, people discount her. But she was, um, you know, she tried, her best. She, she tried her best. And it was an African-American playing um, <laughs> a, a comic book character. Yeah. And Catwoman, you know, she has a history of she has been black in the comics before. As I said, she was played by Eartha Kitt. So I think it's, it's really good to have her be played by a black woman again. Um, I, I think it's cool that, they, you know, they kind of share the role mm-hmm. between, between a, a black actress and a white actress. Like they just flip flop mm-hmm. every couple of years. Like, all right, it was a black woman last time. Let's make it a white woman this time. And it was a white woman last time. So it, it's a black girl's turn Diversity. for her. Diversity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think she's going to give a good performance. Um, I don't know if... I, I can't see her and Robert Pattinson having charisma, but, you know... Who knows? Who, who knows, really? Yeah. Like, it's it's the, the movie is still a mystery. I haven't seen anything from it, no trailer mm-hmm. or anything, but uh, she could be an okay choice. Yeah. Um, and did I miss that, though? I, I don't know. Cause then it, again, I haven't really been on Twitter that much. Well, you know what? You were probably on the road when it when it blew yeah, up. Yeah. Because it, it kind of blew up out of nowhere. It was not one of those things where they teased the mm-hmm. Catwoman reveal. It was just like, all right, here we go. Zoe Kravitz is mm-hmm. being chosen. Um, and, of course, her stepdad is Aquaman. So, you know, maybe you can have that crossover. I don't know if this Batman will work in, that, in the same universe. But yeah. you might have yeah. a crossover with... Uh, uh, what's his name? The... I, Jason Momoa, right? Mm. You might have that crossover where she gets to do, act with her family member, so that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so here was one of the stranger news stories um, of the week. So I don't know if you saw this, Shauna, but on Sunday night. Oh, definitely. You just showed did me I, a did I see small part. Of it? Yeah, I did. And I and I was like, yeah. Yeah. So this this so let me just break this down for a little bit for people. So I think it was either Saturday night or Sunday night. And this just dropped out of nowhere. Nowhere. Like nobody was... I knew he was in this, right? Yeah. I didn't know it was going to look like this. But here we go. Here's the poster for... Um, At least you know he was in it. Because I <laughs> maybe I heard... And you just blocked it out yeah. like trauma. <laughs> no, because the world has been wanting to know what is Robert Downey Jr. going to do. that poster. <laughs> wow. What's Robert Downey Jr. going to do when all these Iron Man movies are done? Yeah. What is his first mate? Because remember, that's what people were saying. Like, he could be doing all these great Oscar-worthy movies if he wasn't um, in a superhero franchise. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> mean mugging the camera with, with a peacock smiling right next to him. Uh, uh, what is it? There's a fox. There's a, a polar, polar bear, bear with a hat giraffe. on. Yeah. But I think the craziest thing about this movie, which is Doolittle, by the way, I don't think we said that, but Doolittle is the next movie with Robert Downey Jr. as the main cast. Um, the cast for this movie is kind of phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you watch the trailer for this? Yes, I did. I, all right, so we'll get to the trailer in a second. I'm just going to go to the cast itself right now. And you got people like... Um, 
Hang on a second. There's a lot of A-listers. There's a lot of A-listers in the. There's so we got Tom Holland back again. Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't stay away from each They're other. Inseparable. Apparently. They're inseparable. They got Michael Sheen, uh, Rami Malek, Emma Thompson, Ray Fiennes, Marion Cotillard, Antonia Banderas, who is playing a human. <laughs> um, the rest of them seem to be playing animals. Selena Gomez, John Cena. Wow. Octavia Spencer. Like there's there's some A-listers, but there's also some C-listers in mm-hmm. this line. Um, but uh, John Cena's playing someone named Yoshi. I don't know what animal mm-hmm. that is. I hope it's actual Yoshi um, from Mario. No wonder this budget is $175 million. That is the next crazy thing about this. $175 million. You know that they're right off the bat, they're setting up this movie to fail. It is going to, not only that, no, you know when it's January, coming out? January. January. Look it's, at 17th. It is coming out January 17th. There's <laughs> unless something happens, like something out of the ordinary happens, yeah. this is a future bomb. I don't know, man. I mean, and the worst thing about it, I think, is the trailer is just so serious. Yeah. Like the trailer is this deep, that. introspective, uh, yeah. slow-paced, epic, promising thing. And then you look Pure at that trailer. Piece. Yeah. Like uh, you look at that poster. Yeah. That is completely different Are, from what am, the trailer am is Am I an adult supposed to take this seriously? Well, I mean, from the trailer, yes. From the poster, absolutely not. Wow. So I, I, this movie is an enigma. There is too much about this that does not make sense. Mm-hmm. I cannot you wait know, to see it. You know what also does not make sense? What? Is accent. You didn't see it? You didn't yeah, catch that? Yeah, which is weird because he was Sherlock Holmes. Uh, so he should have that down, but yeah, apparently he, he did, he that did was not gone. sound good. Um, but no, I can't wait to see this movie because it sounds like it's going to be either the... It has to be either the greatest movie of all time. It has to be. Or the biggest train wreck ever made. I think it's... I don't think it's going to be the greatest movie of all time, mm-hmm. but it's going to either be okay... Yeah. Or it's going to be the be biggest a train wreck. Train yeah. wreck no, I think ever. that's likely to happen. But I think with this much money and this yeah. kind of cast, wow, well, I can't. It, if if they if they don't make the greatest movie of all time, then they should all be fired mm-hmm. because there's there's no reason this should <laughs> look exist. Look at the ostrich. <laughs> look at that ostrich. <laughs> like that is just he's he's looking at you like you're gonna see this, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Like you you don't want to, but you're going to see it. He's mocking you. Everybody who is looking at that poster is being mocked by that ostrich. All right, what else do we have in the news today? Because there, I had not too many news stories, but um, a good amount. Uh, did you see the trailer for Onward? No, I did not. Uh, would you like to see it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first trailer, Damon, I remember watching the first trailer. Honestly, I am at a level right now where mm-hmm. when I watch one trailer, I You're good. really, yeah. You don't need to see it anymore. I, you know what? I don't believe that's true because Endgame, you wanted to see every trailer. Yeah, because yeah. that was like the, uh, yeah. you know, that was the finishing and, and everything. And if Peter Jackson came back to the Lord of the Rings universe and they had a movie coming out, you'd why see every you, trailer. Why are you putting me in a spot? I'm just saying, don't tell lies. Um, <laughs> so, all right. I watched the trailer for Onward because... Yeah. I care about, you know, giving these people a good perspective on the movie news so mm-hmm. that if they don't care about it, wow. I care about it for them. you're sitting me up. I mean, it's <laughs> just facts. Um, so I watched it and it's better than the first trailer. Uh, the first trailer just kind of sells you on the concept. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't like about the first trailer was the voices were kind of annoying to me. Like mm-hmm. it was just, you, you had Tom Holland's high-pitched voice and Chris Pratt's dude bro voice. Like... Two very exaggerated performances that I've heard a lot of in the last couple of years. And I was just like, I'm tired of these two. Um, but the, this trailer has a lot more depth to it. Um, 
I mean, it's kind of a, a, a our origin story that we've seen before. Not really origin, but you know, uh, motivation that we've seen before. Uh, the reason that they're going on this quest is because their dad he died a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. he's left behind this magic staff. And mm-hmm. the staff will bring him back for one day, and they get to actually talk and, and interact with their dad. Trouble is, when they use the staff, only half of his his body is created. So mm-hmm. they're they're walking around with this, you know pair of legs essentially and they dress him up to look like he's an actual person so it's kind of like weekend that bernie's mm-hmm. meets bright or meets shrek or something like that um and you know you see them going to different people and 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 you know showing off their dad and and interacting with him as if he's an actual person so it i, I feel like it could be kind of cute um but i am leaning towards this is might be one of pixar's less impressive ventures mm-hmm. um because the, the concept doesn't seem as in-depth as something like Inside Out or um, Finding Nemo or uh, name of another good Pixar movie. Um, Up, you mm-hmm. know, one, one of those really good ones that are really deep and, and make you think about your family and, and make you want to call your dad. This one is just going to be kind of like a fun movie from the, for the kids, but who knows? We'll see how it goes. We'll um, see. I'm not sure about it, but I'm, I'm holding out hope. Uh, what else we have here? There was a trailer for Jungle Cruise. Jungle, Jungle Cruise. You yeah. saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. Did you see it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like a Juman, another Jumanji kind of vibes. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's yeah. a, it's another Disney. I think it's based on a Disney ride or a Disney um, cruise or a Disney mm-hmm. um, tour. Um. And it's Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. Dwayne Johnson again in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he was just on the set for <laughs> for for Jumanji, yeah. and he was just like, "Yo, Disney, let's make another movie." While I'm here, you know, I got the same, <laughs> I got the same outfit on. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of cool though. Yeah. I, I like the beginning of the trailer where you kind of see him. He's working mm. this this crowd, and he's you know setting up these fake traps and everything, and making it seem more adventurous than it is. Um, and then of course they're gonna get caught in an actual adventure. I just hope that they go along that line of Dwayne Johnson is like a fake. And it would be a really entertaining performance if you had Dwayne Johnson looking like he is, but he can't fight and he can't, you know, he's not this big adventure guy. He's just a charlatan who works out a lot. Like Mm -hmm. that would be a really entertaining movie for me. (laughs) I don't think they're going to do that because Mm -hmm. I think Dwayne Johnson has like a clause in his contracts where he has Mm -hmm. to look like the tough guy all the time. Like that's an actual thing. Well, I mean, look at him. Yeah. I mean, he looks like it. I just, I really, I feel like it's going to be a movie that I'll see and he will be charming as he always is and Emily mm-hmm. Blunt will be endearing as she always is. Yeah, and then you'll just forget about it I five will forget minutes, about it. Five minutes later. I, yeah. will, I will never remember it again. Mm-hmm. Um, such is life. Such, <laughs> such is life when you're watching Dwayne Johnson movies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and this is a small news story, but or two small news stories before we go to our topic. Uh, Kingsman 3, we mm. have the Kingsman coming out, that is a prequel set in World War One. Mm-hmm. but there is a Kingsman 3 coming out and it is confirmed to already have a script. So it has already been written. Cool. Uh, that's, that is the response. Cool with the question mark. Yeah, but you know that the Kingsman movies, they actually have a small following. Yeah, they do. It's actually one, it's not popular, popular, but it's actually kind of popular. Because mm-hmm. even around people who don't really watch movies like us. Yeah. 
they know about the Kingsman and they're actually looking yeah. forward to the Kingsman. So I mean, yeah, I mean, the first one made enough that they felt confident to make the second one. And, mm. you know, I think Channing Tatum being a cast member in that, which was very deceptive marketing because he was barely in that movie. Mm-hmm. I was very <laughs> upset about that um, because I wanted to see him be like the cowboy version of the Kingsman, um, which we didn't really get that. Uh, but I would see a third Kingsman movie because I was kind of disappointed to do the last one. But I do feel like the concept is there to do something really good with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like with the last one, what it fell down with was Colin Firth's character. Like the, the, the time they spent rehabilitating that character, bringing him back from the dead. I feel like that was a mistake. Um, and I think the movie suffered for it because the whole middle part of that movie is just about that character. And the story outside of him is really, really weak. Mm-hmm. So, I think the dialogue was kind of laughable, though. In, in the last one? Yeah. In a good way or a bad way? I wouldn't say bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad, 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 because I actually enjoyed the last Kingsman okay. movie. Yeah. I, yeah. Surprisingly, it's a bit corny. It's it is very corny. corny but it's, it's very not, corny. you know, it didn't really offend me. No, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't offended by it. I was just like, I thought the first one was just so clever, mm-hmm. and this one was just okay. And I think because of that disparity, it was kind of like, that's why I was disappointed with the second one. Um, but I feel like with the third one, they could get back to that intense cleverness of the first one and give something that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they got rid of a couple of characters last time. I don't want to spoil too much, but, you know, a couple of the major characters from the first movie carrying into the second one, they did not make it. So, um, you know, I don't know how they're going to work out the, the ensemble for the new one, but we'll see how mm-hmm. that goes. But I mean, it's I, I am open to seeing a third one. Um, despite the fact that I wasn't so happy with the last one. And I'm looking forward to The King's Man, because World War One is, I, I guess, if people have a favorite war, that's that's good. <laughs> I, I really like learning about that one in school. So mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to a movie set in World War One because World War One does not get a lot of movies. Mm-mm. They make a lot of World War Two movies, and then they made War Horse for World War One, and that's mm-hmm. it. Um, no, that's not it. What else is there? <laughs> you have a lot of... You have, you have, you have quite a few Name Name War. three... I, I can't name them off okay. the top of my head. But name three World War Two movies off the top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. I'm just even saying. The Angelo, that was World War Two, right? Which one? Angelina Jolie. She made. She made a movie the other day. Mm, the other day, did she direct yeah, it? No, a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. directed it. I mm. think it was World War Two. Probably. Uh, the memory, the memory, the Ed. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of World there, War Two. There's a lot of World War Two. Um, because I'm even wasn't Benjamin Button around the World War One time as well. You know what? It might have been. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. and I liked that movie. I didn't like it when I first saw it, but mm-hmm. after a couple, you know, years later, I went back to watch it. It's actually entertaining. Um, and the last news story that we have before we're going to go into our topic for this week, Kit Harrington. Ha- we have learned a little bit of details for his Eternals character. He is playing someone called the Black Knight, mm-hmm. and uh. All we know really is that he has a sword, so he's kind of—he's he, basically gonna be like Jon Snow. Yeah. He's gonna be like the Jon Snow of the Marvel universe. So. Eternal Jon Snow. The eternal. <laughs> yeah. The eternal. The Jon eternal Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man, because he—he says here, right? He says he's not exactly excited. He's excited about it, but at the same time, he's—he's, he's, you know, apprehensive. He says he's going to do a Marvel movie. He's going off to play a superhero, which is cool. Can't really tell what I can say about it. Uh. He say, he says, 
I'd say it's trying to choose things as far from Jon Snow as possible, but I'm back to a superhero. I mean, he's got a sword, so, you know. So he's already admitting that the character is kind of like Jon Snow. And here again, he's talking about, you know, his experience with Game of Thrones and going into the Marvel Universe. He says, um, looking at this universe, you know, he, he's excited because he's prepared because he's been part of a universe before. But he's also, he's been a part of a universe, so mm -hmm. he's terrified because... You know, the fans' expectations, the theories. Like, yeah. look at the debacle of the Game of Thrones ending. I don't know what kind of masochist he is where he wants to go straight back into something like this. But, I mean, if he's this terrified, does, yeah. does that mean that he will be in there for the long run? Or maybe it was just like a one movie thing? You know, I don't know. I, I have no idea what yeah. the plans for the Eternals Good. are. Um, wow. mm -hmm. I, I mean... it. It, to me, it seems like it might be one of those where they're set up as, you know, it's one of those movies that you set them up and they give kind of like an outline for the rest of the Marvel Universe going mm -hmm. forward. You know, it's not going to be like Spider-Man where you get one every two years. Um, so maybe he's he's going into it in that, as you said, middle ground where he's like, all right, he's in it, but he's not going to be in a Marvel movie every four years mm -hmm. you know, or, or, or every two years. Like he, maybe he'll be in it every five to ten years he'll just pop up as one of those big figurehead characters um you know so and, and it's possible it's possible so you know i would say um i mean he he did his best in the last season of game of thrones i don't think anybody was mad at him no um i was not mad at no him. yeah i was mad at the whole series but i was not mad at him because he, yeah. he, he he was actually trying yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he and tried you can understand why he would feel like you know some of the burden is on his shoulders. Like, as you're a part of a collaborative effort, you can't help but feel a brunt of some of that mm -hmm. abuse. So, um, I mean, maybe he's just depressed because he had to kill his aunt, but yeah, that's <laughs> going to ruin anybody's day. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into our topic right now. While topic we talk of about the day. Topic of the day, of the week. This is not a daily... Do not put that on me. I'm not of doing a daily podcast. I can't do a daily podcast. All right, sorry. Topic of the month. <laughs> All right, so our topic this week, um, we're going to be talking about horror movies. Mm -hmm. I know you are a big horror movie fan. I love them. I am not as big a horror movie fan as you Wuss. are. Uh, part of it, yeah. Um, Scared again. But I do like, there's people <laughs> like me. Um, I'm not as bad as some people, but there are people out there who, yeah. who they can't really fathom why you would sit in a dark theater just to be scared. Um, but I think because of the fact that you know, horror movies have gotten so big now. I mean, you know, it just broke box office records. You got Us, which is one of the biggest phenomenons of the year. Then there's also Get Out and mm -hmm. the Conjuring movies, you know, The Nun, um, Annabelle. Like, horror movies have never... Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say never, but they have a sort of prestige right now that they haven't had in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. So I would say if anybody's looking into getting into the genre of horror... Mm -hmm. Shauna and I have prepared a list of a few uh, useful movies that are good for that entry-level yeah. horror movie seven. fan. You found seven. I'm sorry. I don't want to <laughs> flop you, Damien, but I found seven. You right. found seven. No, it's and fine. I, yeah. Uh, the content is content, man. Let's go with this. I mean, I might have to reset the cameras a couple of times, but let's no, go. No, but we're not going to really like go in there. We're just yeah, going to, yeah, yeah. you know. Let's, let's list them off and yeah. we'll explain why these movies are good for that. Yeah, so if, if you're looking in to get into horror movies, this is exactly the list you want to pay attention to. So we're going to bounce off a couple of answers right here. And, you know, we'll tell you why these movies are good for you. And you can pick one of these as your number one jumping off point and then just go from there. Uh, Mashana, why don't you go first since you have your seven. All right. Well, eight. Eight. Oh, it's eight now. It's, you, this is multi. This is or like gremlins. Seven. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right, guys, if you're a scaredy cat and you're scared of horror movies and you want to get into it, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Not the ones from the mm-hmm. 2000s. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can watch those ones. Yeah. Do not recommend them. <laughs> but the one from, I think it was 1974. Yeah. I do not remember the cast, but that was one of the movies that really pushed the whole slasher slash a subgenre yeah yeah yeah. because you know the horror movie has they basically have them in subgenre basically have subgenres and stuff so 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 to give a little back um um, background on that one so 1974 as you said so it's a little bit dated Mm -hmm. um directed by tobe hooper and written by tobe hooper and kim henkel um yeah i i would say that's that's not a bad one to choose um Mm -hmm. i would also you know kind of echo your statements about the newer version where the the classic is i mean it's a classic for a reason it kind mm-hmm. of does set up a lot of the things that have been established definitely. as tropes you know like the final girl mm-hmm. definitely is a part of yeah it's not the Texas. first slasher movie but no it's it not was one of them that really yeah. popularized it so i would recommend like watching the texas chain i'm not i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not the biggest fan of it but i do respect it mm-hmm. i, it, I mean it, it it has that that it's one of those fundamental slasher movies that you have to watch if you want to get into slasher mm-hmm. movies um i would say it's not it's not too scary i feel mm-hmm. like it, i feel like because it is so dated you can kind of discount you know the the thrills of it you can kind of be like all right this is an old looking film it's not gonna scare mm-hmm. me as much um you'd right. be surprised <laughs> all right so what's, what is your number two all right so this should have been my number one. I don't know why I put it at, at Texas Chainsaw. Maybe because I was just looking straight at it. Yeah. I just wrote it. Mm-hmm. But Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. And okay. Psycho is actually one of the first slasher movies. Right. And I feel yes. like Psycho is one of those movies that even if you haven't seen it, you have seen some version of a parody of Psycho. Yeah. Because there's there's the the knife coming into the the um the shower curtain like mm-hmm. that. Ring, ring. That that's from exactly. Psycho, um, you know the the blood going down the drain, mm-hmm. like that whole scene is such an iconic scene. Yeah, and there's stuff in Psycho that never happened in movies before. I think yeah. even the flushing the toilets, cigarettes, something really? like that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I I my my memory is not that good, but I believe that there are a lot of moments in that movie mm-hmm. where it was like the first to grace the big to 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 grace the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. And if you ever want something if you if you're a fan of like, you know, the Bates Motel mm-hmm. or if if you have seen anything related to Norman Bates and that kind of franchise, Psycho is where it all started. So, if you want to mm-hmm. go back to the roots, I think that's a really good choice. So, um I right, so I'm going to I'm going to plug in with one of mine because No problem. We can just, you know. Yeah, we just we just, you know, we're we're ping-ponging right now. Um I'm gonna, I, have, I have two classic ones and, and two kind of modern ones. Mm-hmm. So since you're kind of going a little bit classic, I'm going to jump into one of the modern ones. This came out about two years ago. And um, this is a movie that is not too much of a supernatural horror. horror. It's more like psychological. Um, movie called Gerald's Game. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Gerald's Game is... That's Stephen King, right? Stephen King novel. Yeah. Um, it was a Netflix movie, so you can go and stream yes, it right now if I you want it. to. It's very accessible. Um, I watched it in like an afternoon and, you know, it's, it's creepy and it's suspenseful mm-hmm. and it kind of is like you're intrigued the entire time. And it, mm-hmm. it definitely has that very classic thing of horror movies where you're intrigued, but you're also very scared, but you can't look away cause you need to see how it ends. You need yeah. to see where it goes from here. And it, 
I don't want to spoil too much of the setup because the setup is very much like if it catches you off guard, if you've mm-hmm. never seen it before, then it's really going to draw you in. But essentially, it's kind of like a survival horror movie where mm-hmm. you, you watch this woman and she has to figure out her way out of this very precarious situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, that movie was wild. It, it is. It is. Yeah. And, you know, you get you, you learn about what I love about it is you learn about her character and why it is she's able to have these survival skills mm-hmm. because you know normally they, they normally that kind of motivation is just like oh he's an ex-military or he's he's you know part of seal team six and that's mm-hmm. why he has all these skills now this is a normal person but she's had some bad things in her life that has led her to have to be more careful about her surroundings mm-hmm. so i really like gerald's game for that and i think it's um it's modern enough to kind of make you feel a little bit scared after you've turned the movie off and you kind of mm-hmm. want to go under your covers and everything. I think a little bit of terror is, is kind of good for you if you're watching a horror movie. Yes, yes. Um, all right, why don't you go with your next one? All right. Since you went recent, I'm going to go recent as well. Okay. This is a safe pick. This is The Conjuring. Okay. Yeah. This is, this um, is my safe pick. This yeah. I feel like this is one that if anyone hasn't seen it already, then they should definitely see it as... Mm-hmm. Although, I think you're you're trying to scare a lot of people. I feel like... Oh, come <laughs> on, man. It's not, that, it's not that scary. Well, all right. <laughs> if you're someone who believes in ghosts and, and spirits and demons, Conjuring is, is kind of like taking the concept of exorcisms and like really showing you a hardcore, realistic look at it. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I think it's a good choice. Uh, why, why exactly did you choose Conjuring? Because it's more recent. Yeah. I mean... It's 2013 it came out, right? Or 2014, yeah, one yeah, of yeah. them. Because there's this thing with with, with, mod, with audiences, I realize. Yeah. It's like they're scared to watch older movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but... I just why I mean there's no there's to me there's not really anything really that special about the conjuring. Yeah. But it's more modern, so persons will probably like a person who's just getting into horror movie, they'll probably mm-hmm. gravitate more towards something that just came out. Right, right, right. I yeah. can see that. I can see that mm-hmm. definitely. But um, it's 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 a, it's good though. It's, it is good. It's, it's it, a good movie. It's good so. all throughout. Like you 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 the pacing is is great. You're it's suspenseful, you know. You get to know the characters and you feel for, you know, what they're going through. Like, it's a good movie. I would say mm-hmm. it's great. And it, it it kicked off a whole universe. You yeah, know, there's been exactly. Conjuring. Has it been Conjuring 3 yet? Has that come out yet? No, not That's yet. That's coming out? That's soon. Right. I think it's next year. Yeah, I mean, the Conjuring 2, um, um, Annabelle, The Nun, Annabelle Creation. I mean, don't watch Annabelle Creation because it's terrible. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I hate it. I hate it. I hated watching it Whatever. in the theater. Um, it's just a bad movie, not just a bad horror movie. Um, all right, so I, I have three more. I'm going to go classic. And this one, I don't think you would have ever had on your list. Let's but see. I think this is a great horror movie that people don't normally consider a horror movie. I'm going to stop teasing it. It's Jaws? The, it, no, it's not Jaws. Oh, okay, it's, that's on my list. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that because I love that movie. Um, it's The Thing. John Carpenter's you know, The I Thing. You know, I thought of that. You thought of The Thing? I thought of that and Exorcist. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like... Maybe persons won't really be too drawn mm-hmm. to the exorcist, especially. Yeah. But so yeah. Well, <laughs> I I I said the thing because the thing when I was young and I watched it because I feel like the best time to watch it is at a young age mm-hmm. when you're impressionable and you're just your imagination just goes it's with what? the movie. Yeah. Um, because the thing is essentially there's a shape shifting alien that is mm-hmm. just 
I mean, the whole movie is just, it's trying to survive. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's and it goes around killing people, and you're never really sure who among you is the, the thing. thing yeah. And you know they have a, a certain way that they test for it in the movie. But even up until the very end of the movie, no one really knows who the thing Thieves, is. Yeah. And it's that kind of thing where like it's it's kind of like when you watch Nightmare on Elm Street and you're afraid to go to sleep after because you're afraid Freddy will come to your dreams. For some reason, if you watch a thing or something, or if you watch Jaws, like you said. If you go out to the water, you're going to be afraid mm. of the water. I feel like the thing makes you afraid of people. Like you're yeah. just afraid that the person who you're, you're exactly. sitting next to, like you could be the thing and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm afraid now. But <laughs> um, but I think that's a good one because yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it, it's actually it, it takes the sensation of the movie into the real world. And I just I, and I I'm going to be honest with you, Damien. Yeah. It's actually my favorite horror movie of all really? time. Really? Is it? Yeah, I okay. just didn't include it. Okay, because most people think of it as like a sci-fi movie, but it's not really considered in the horror conversation. It's 100% a horror movie. That's also a discourse that I've had with like modern horror fans. Yeah. If it's not drop dead jump scares and everything, they don't really consider it. Right. So that's why I try to choose wisely what I'm going to recommend to people because something like Hereditary, Mm -hmm. they are not going to take to a movie like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Midsommar, they're not going to. I would say... uh, the modern horror movies tend to rely on jump scares too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's kind of a problem for me because I, I, I just want something that's different. Not I don't want to watch the Annabelle. same thing every time. Do not see anything about Annabelle. Annabelle is one of the worst offenders of it and you know it. Whatever. My well, turn. All right. So another movie that I would recommend, you just mentioned it as well, mm-hmm. A Nightmare on Nightmare Elm on Elm Street. Street. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because, I mean, it's practically a slasher movie as well. Yeah. But growing up, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan, but it was just different from the rest of slasher movies that I was mm-hmm. accustomed because Freddy was Freddy Krueger was in your dreams. Yeah. Normally, we get some story. I mean, there's still a dead story and, you know, curse mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. But the fact that Freddy attacks you in your dream was very, very... It was very, it was a cool concept to me. Let me tell you something. Young Damien Michael movies, sitting at home watching Freddy Krueger, watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Could not go to sleep. Yeah. Could not. Like, and, and there's, there's even, there's a song in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, one, two, two Freddy's, Freddy's coming, coming for, for you. Free, I could not. I freaked me the hell out. Yeah. That was I, me and Candyman when they used to let us. Yeah. If you, if you say Candyman, what, five times in the mirror? Yeah, something he, like that. Yeah. Either pair. Yeah. Yeah, that was creepy. It's one of those things where you just like, you. I could not go to sleep and I was afraid of having nightmares. I didn't mm-hmm. have the nightmares, but I yeah. would just stay up late. Um, interesting thing about that movie, mm-hmm. one of Johnny Depp's first. Mm-hmm. People forget that, but Johnny yes. Depp is in that movie. Mm-hmm. And you, he, from the second he walks onto the screen, you can tell that that's Johnny Depp. He has the same stupid hair. Yeah. He has, I mean, his face <laughs> is kind of young, but you, he's instantly recognizable as Johnny Depp. Yes, he is. So um, I, I would yeah. recommend um, A Nightmare on Helm Street. Yeah. It's actually a cool concept. It's a slasher movie yeah, and definitely. stuff. And I enjoyed it as a, as a child. So maybe yeah. you... Sorry. It's okay. Maybe you as an adult would find it enjoyable as yeah. well. So before, I want to say this to people. You will watch the first Nightmare on Elm Street and you'll be tempted to go into the other Nightmare on Elm Streets because mm-hmm. you might realize that there are seven of them. Watch the first one, watch the third one, and then watch the last one, New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Don't watch anything else. Yeah. They are 
all terrible. New Nightmare is my favorite one. Yeah, New Nightmare is, is a really good. It's it's like um, it's a it takes the concept of the first one and it kind of takes it on its head and you know makes something special out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if it's the third one, but it's um, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors, that's right. fine as well. Yeah, the first one, Dream Warriors, and New Nightmare. Those are the only three you should watch. I mean, watch the other ones if you just really can't resist the curiosity, but don't say I didn't warn you. You know, I don't really uh, as a big horror fan. Yeah. I don't really like watching horror sequels. No, because they're never they're, good. <laughs> they're never good, but there was one I watched um, about a few months ago. Yeah. So I actually watched the second Psycho movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it good? And it was actually I've, decent. I've never seen it. Yeah. Because I, I was scared. Was I was be. scared to watch it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is I don't know what it bad. is. We should do an episode on that, like maybe horror sequels that are actually good but yeah. I don't know man I don't yeah. know what it is we, that they're just I, I, not I'd good. dig up some because yeah, there are actually some. good ones out there but I'm usually terrified when I hear that there's a follow up to a, a, yeah. a, an acclaimed horror movie because yeah. Conjuring they, 2 wasn't bad yeah it Conjuring 2 is good because um, you know what happens as well they normally change the director sometimes they change all the actors and yeah. everything the writers so it's it's kind of scary um, what's, what's, what's weird is that as bad as they are Horror movies get like eight or nine sequels to the movies. <laughs> um, all right, how many more do you have? Because I have two left. I have one, two, three, four. Let wow. me just jump through. All right, quick. just yeah, just jump through. All right, maybe not a lot of persons will consider Jaws a horror movie because mm-hmm. apparently they don't. But it's actually, you know, that Jaws is. is one of the movies that you know blockbusters. Yeah, like it's spearheaded black blockbusters, summer blockbusters and stuff. So. I would recommend Jaws. Jaws Jaws also spearheaded movies getting sequels like in the way that we do. Because yeah. it was when, you know, Jaws two and I think around the same time like Godfather two came out, like mm-hmm. it was it was a thing of oh, people will pay to see the same yeah, thing twice. In in the sixties there wasn't really much sequels. There wasn't really a sequel. It wasn't a thing yeah. about getting because it was and just then, like you like, went to it 70s, once. Yeah. 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 That's um, true. That's a good point. But yeah, I Jaws is one of my favorite movies. It's I about love it. it's it, warning. It's about three hours long, but I could watch Jaws multiple times time. over in the same day. Like yeah, that's how much I, I would love too. it. I would um, too. I would too. It has great characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really and feel you know, Jaws song. Yeah. Dude. And I, I no, no, that you sound like you're doing Jeopardy. You sound like, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like <laughs> da, 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 da. no, no, no. It's I was, like, I was transitioning. Yeah. There. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, all right, Caitlin. <laughs> oh, whatever. Also, um, yeah. Are you wanna say yours or should? Say um, no, you go. Go ahead. All right. So this is actually one of my favorite horror subgenres, is which is zombies. Mm-hmm. So I would like to bring up The Night of the Living Dead. Okay. You have two of them. Well, you have a lot of sequels that followed. But the original one, I think it was 1968. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, zo- I love zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You zombies. Know? I mean, well, all right. So Zombieland is coming out in a couple of days. And I mm-hmm. feel like Zombieland is one of those movies that people saw it and they were like all right it's, it's kind of like in the horror genre but it's not very much a horror movie mm-hmm. so horror comedy you know zombie horror comedies are actually a pretty good way to get into horror movies mm-hmm. um but it, it's they're not true horror yes. movies you know like you're not gonna get a full I horror really experience put you, yeah. yeah um but yeah night living dead is great um it's it's very much a classic. It's one of those classics that still holds up with, mm-hmm. you know, the, and the pacing it, and everything. I thought the remake was good as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that it featured Tony Todd. Candyman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, all right, well, I'm going to go through my uh, my other classic one, which the, he had a, a remake last year. 
and he's just one of the most iconic slashers there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since we're talking Halloween, talk about Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. yeah. Halloween, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the first Halloween movie with Michael Myers, mm-hmm. um, you know, and Jamie Lee Curtis as the, the, uh, the protagonist in the movie trying to escape Michael Myers. Um, it's, it's, it's just great because most of the movie is not like a horror movie. It's just like a normal day in a normal town. And mm. then this random guy comes in and just wants to kill people. Yeah. And it's, it's good yeah. because it takes you out of your comfort zone. Cause it was yeah. just like, it's in the suburbs, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's not in the forest. It's not in some, some cabin by the lake. It's not, you know, in, in some insane asylum, it's in your home, yeah. you know, like he could just come <laughs> in at any time. And that's, that's a scary concept. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I think, and there's a reason why it stood the test of time. You know, mm-hmm. it's just such an original, um, uh, I mean, slasher movies, as you said, it wasn't the first slasher movie, but mm-hmm. it did take that and kind of run with it of putting out like the face of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. That's been a Halloween costume for years yeah. for a reason. Um, Cause that um, in the slasher movement, yeah, I would say Halloween and uh, Texas Chainsaw Mash. Yeah. Trust me, they pushed it. Because, yeah. like, after that, you start getting your Freddy Kruegers, your Jason, mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, why don't you go ahead? All right. So, my last two is actually Scream. Yeah. Scream. Scream is a movie that I enjoyed in the mid-90s mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're used to this kind of horror movie where, you know, you're slash. It's a slasher movie, same way. But there was just a lighter vibe to yeah. Scream. It, 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 it more worked. It, I wouldn't really say it's a horror comedy, comedy, mm-hmm. but it just had a really lighter tone and it was just more, I think it really changed. Yeah. It changed. So I thought about Scream. I really thought about Scream because it does take that kind of lighter approach to horror that kind of mm-hmm. makes it feel like a good entry. But I think Scream mostly works if you've seen a lot of horror movies that was what the kind of i struggled with it was like because scream does play with a lot of tropes and cliches of mm-hmm. slasher movies and it kind of you know it, it takes for it it takes advantage of the fact that people know them from watching a lot of horror movies so that's why i didn't put it in this list but i can see where why you're coming from it i just thought you know this is something you should watch after you've seen a couple of them you know what i mean yeah uh, i understand yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a good one. Another one on that same vein that I didn't have on my list was like Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Cabin in I the Woods. Of that as well. Yeah, yeah. Which, but another reason I didn't include that one is because yeah. it does so rely on so many known horror tropes and horror, um, you know, franchise stuff. Granted, a lot of them have been very popularized. Like you know how the Psycho thing was just in every cartoon or whatever. You could probably just get by on um, references to the horror movies you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I would say Cabin in the Woods is better after you've seen a couple of horror movies. Um, was that your last one, Scream? No, my yeah, last on one? one is actually Alien. Yeah. I didn't think of Alien. Yeah. Alien, and shame yeah. on you. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good... That's Alien, Alien's got the claustrophobia. It's mm-hmm. got the no one... Like, we are trapped out here with a monster. Exactly, and Alien starts off like... You don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, That's and you don't know what it can do. Yeah, you know, you don't know. We just know that there's a bunch of humans. They go here, and then something just comes up. It's not like mm-hmm. Jason, where you get a backstory or something. Yeah, you just they just pop up from nowhere. And and 
I mean, getting the backstory has taken like a 50 long, years. Yeah, we, we still we still haven't. <laughs> we still don't know the yeah, backstory. We still, we still um, don't know. That's that's one where the sequel to it is actually very good, but it is not a horror movie. Mm. Well, <laughs> so it's a horror action. It's yeah, yeah. I would yeah, say, yeah, yeah. There are definitely horror elements to it. It's just yeah. there's a lot of like you know military grab your guns mm-hmm. and let's go, guys. Um, I mean, they are aware of the presence of these. Um, yeah. Wait, what what do you call again? Zen- Xenomorphs. Xenomorphs. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go all out with my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. Um. I feel bad for picking up this one as the last one because Alien is a good wow. bomb to drop on. Oh, Lord. Um, well, let's hear it. Uh, this is the last one, but I'm just going to say Sinister. Uh, Sinister is a, a kind of a, a little talked about movie from a couple of years ago, 2012. Mm-hmm. It's not too scary, but it's not too light on you. Like, it'll mm-hmm. give you a good scare. And um, it, it just gives you like a boogeyman, like a modern day boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's interesting in the methodology and how the killings are done. And, you know, the learning about it is fascinating, but also very frightening. So mm-hmm. um, and also what I love about it is there's always I don't want to spoil it, but there's a certain thing that you always yell at horror movie characters to mm-hmm. do. And in Sinister, they do that. And it turns out that doing that mm-hmm. actually causes them to get killed. And I thought that was just brilliant. Yeah. Um, Sinister actually had some scenes that really, it really made did. me. Yeah, it yeah. was really unsettling. Yeah. All right. So I think that, that, that'll be it for this, um, yeah. this thing. I think this, that's, that's a good amount for people to, to get yeah. through and actually <laughs> love. Um, but what we should have mentioned, though, mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised none of us brought this up. Yeah. Um, phone footage. Because that's... Yeah. That's um, something that has dominated. That's horror. true. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, and um, I would have mentioned the Blair Witch Project. I mean, yeah, there's Blair Witch, there's Cloverfield, um, there's uh, Paranormal Activity. I mean, I feel like the the reason we wouldn't have is because it's it was so popular. Mm-hmm. It's kind of died down now, but um, it was so popular in the 2000s that it was kind of inescapable. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else that was uh, found footage. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's of a lot. Them. There's a lot of them. Trust me. There was that movie Quarantine. Um, Wreck. Wreck. That was yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. One of my favorite horror movies yeah. ever. I think that's a good amount for people to have for the horror yeah. movie season. Um, and I think Shauna, we have been talking for quite a while. Yes, we uh, have. It has it's been, been what ninety minutes or so? An hour and fifteen, but close. Wow. <laughs> um, but I think that I've, you know this is fun. I'm, I'm glad we finally got to doing the topics and the episodes. Yeah. Uh, because typically, you know, it's hard to do because you know we just don't have time to run mm-hmm. off our whole episode. But this was a good thing. Um, so I think that's good enough. We can play out this. I told you the sweet jazz music was gonna be back, and here it is. Yes. Um, if you have topics that you think we should talk about on this show, please let us know. You can let me know on Twitter at Damien Movies. That's D-A-M-I Movies. You can follow Shauna. Um, I changed my name again. It's now the 876 Critic. I, you, you know what? You know what? Hold on a sec. You yes. promised me Broke Film Critic was it. I just feel like I can't trust you. Yeah. First you tell me you're going to be here at 5, you show up at 6, and then oh, you just come you, on, you, you change your Twitter name again. Like, yeah, it's just one no. Maybe I'll change it back. I don't know. I'm going to have to change your link indecisive. on the website again. It's just, oh, it's a mess. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Um... Yeah, so 876Critic, is that what it is? Yes. Okay, that's not bad. I like that. Yeah. Um, I wish I had stolen that. <laughs> um, but you can also find me on Instagram at Damon Michael Movies, and you can find me on 
the website at DamienMichaelMovies.com. And you know, blah, blah, blah. You can also find the podcast on Stitcher, Stitcher SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yes. I want to make you do this one day. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give you like a script. Just, all right, say, yeah. say this. Um, mm-hmm. And also you can find the clips for this podcast on YouTube.com slash DamienMichaelMovies. And um, yeah, I yeah think that's, that's it. it. That's it. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. John, thanks for coming. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome.